beautiful people we are back for another episode of a little something to whine about with myself Siobhan Camille and Ta'e Michelle um and we are so glad that you tuned in thank you for coming back if you came back thank you if this is your first time listening welcome 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 as they say in the church house um so today we will be discussing friendships in adulthood best yes. friends and new friends in adulthood no new friends no new friends okay um i'm just kidding yes so if this is your first time here um just to give you a little bit about us we are a weekly podcast we come here every week to w-i-n-e wine a little bit about life personal growth relationships and all of the good things that go on <laughs> on a day-to-day basis because you know sometimes you just need to whine a little um so siobhan what what are you whining this week first of all i want to say i have i'm having a good day because you know my last time i had my i was up at the don't even ask part of my glass okay hello we are in the good six ounces of a good day okay and i am drinking a um semi-sweet but more on the sweet side Mm -hmm. um riesling by Mm -hmm. chateau saint michel oh Saint Michel. Saint Michel. Go. <laughs> I, I promise you, by, by, by the hundredth episode of this, I'm going to know how to roll my tongue in several different ways. <laughs> <laughs> Messing around with these wines, okay? I may not be able to say anything, but hopefully by a hundred episodes, I'll be able to go. Arr. At least, you know, if you can pronounce a wine, like, you know what you're saying. Hey. It makes it sound like I'm okay. It sounds like you speak that like, oh, you speak Italian because she could say a wine name. Uh, She speaks Italian now. She's fluent in French because she says Chateau with an attitude. Okay. Goals. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you drinking then? Um, So, okay. I was supposed to go to the store and get my, um, I call this the hood rat wine. I don't, this is just a personal opinion. If you like it, more power to you. I don't find a problem with it. I just know I see it in all the hoods because I'm from DC. Um, but I was going to get the Sutter Home uh, Red Blend. Um, but between my sinuses, my workout program and um, virtual learning, did make it to the store, which was weird. It was really more so my diet because I was like, I got to go to the store to get applesauce. Got to go to the store to get applesauce. I knew I had to get my wine as well, but I knew I had to get applesauce. And I was so focused on the applesauce that I got the applesauce and the liquor store is literally on the same strip. I just did not bend the corner to go to the liquor store. I was so concentrated on my applesauce. I was like, I got my applesauce. I got to be on time. I got to have this on time. So then around... Around 6.30-ish, getting ready to get off the phone with my mother, I go, oh, crap. <laughs> I left my wife. It's always in the midnight hour that you remember. Always. Late you were supposed to do. Hour. Right. So I have my, uh, by default, but I do love this wine as well. I have what you had last week. Okay. The- Malvasia di Casorso Dolce by... Cantina Sociale di Casorso. Yeah, that was a mouthful. I'm so glad you jumped in because I was about to <laughs> butcher that name. Um, but yes, I, that is what I'm sipping on. And I'm, I'm still at my cool, you know, level one, four ounces. I also can't drink too much because I am doing the whole workout thing. And this is my uh, a lot of amount. But I did good last week because... I, I finished it. It took me a minute, but I finished it. Um, but I did do a refill. Last week I was off too, so that was different. This week I'm on. I can't do a refill, so I'm a sip slap. <laughs> Honestly, I got I drank from don't even ask to a good day. And then I didn't even finish like my good day down. So basically mm-hmm. 
drinking wine made me go from don't ask to a bad day, then I ended, I ended at a good day. But I just wound up pouring the rest of it in the back in the bottle because whatever, I'm not going to waste it. I'm not. Wine changes lives. Hashtag. Hashtag. It does. <laughs> Look. Wine changes lives. Hashtag for real. Indeed. <laughs> okay, so today, uh, oh, wow. I love this topic. Friends, best friends, adulthood friends, making new friends. Jeez. Um, tell me, Siobhan, uh, like, have you made any new friends in what quote unquote adulthood is? Like, because I guess my for question, me, it's hard. My question becomes what's adulthood? For definition purposes, let's say that adulthood is out of college. So if you okay. in, if you okay. are an adult, but you're in an undergrad program, at UMBC or Oxford <laughs> or wherever you happen to be. That ain't, cause that's not real adulthood. I went to college, I can say this. That's not real adulthood. It's not. Okay, okay. Not. So we talk about after the fact, okay? Maybe you might skeet by if you're in a master's program or PhD program. If you an undergrad, you don't count, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, okay. You don't. All right. So let's say adulthood is 25 and up. And what I will say mm. is, no, that's not wow. true. I, the only fr- the friend I made after twenty five is the one you call boo friend. Okay, but I think it's it's different. Oh, and I don't want to say it like this because I know how it's gonna sound. But I think it's kind of different when you're talking between genders. I also think for me personally, hmm. it's easier for me to be friends with guys. And I know people Talk are like, about oh, it. oh, she Talk wanted, about it. She wanted a girl, but legit as and as I said last week the good chunk of that is I grew up with guys. Why? It wasn't that I didn't want to be friends with the girls. The girls didn't want to be friends with me. As I said, when girls, when I was younger and in middle school, it was, oh, she ugly. You can't sit with us. Uh, uh, uh. Boys don't care. You can't sit with us. Okay. I'm, I, <laughs> girls is my thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it was, it was really that. And I tried so hard to be part of the cool click. I then wound up in the cool click and wound up finding out all they do is talk about each other, but that's a wine for another time. Yes. Yeah. And, oh. Right. But so because of that, it's always been easier for me to just click with guys. And most of the dudes that I've been friends with haven't even really realized I'm a woman. And in that they always are like, oh, you, Shimon, you a girl, right? Because I really don't think I act like the average. I think I'm more facts, true facts of what I'm going to say right now. And I think you can attest to this. I am more girly now than I was like 10 years ago. I will give you that. Absolutely. I will absolutely give you that. I, I, that I completely agree on. Look, I was with y'all. Growth. Look, it's growth. Like it happened. And then yeah, I, I feel like I might've rubbed off on you a little bit. I was with you and Eureka, the one I call Eureka. When I first got my nails done, I was 21 years old. When I first got my nails done, that's it. Yeah, I, I feel like I rubbed off on you. And now... Mm-hmm. You're I welcome. like getting my nails. Done. I mean, gracias, <laughs> but like, I don't. So for me, friendship, I think the last friend I made wasn't even technically in adulthood. I was still in college. It was 08. It was okay. like that year. Everybody after that year, not really. And part of it is I'm really not out like that. I don't trust people like that. I have horrible trust issues. Um, and again, especially when it comes to girls, I chill to myself because of how I, my experiences as a child. So I will say I haven't. I did try like Bumble BFF because at one point, and this was recently, this is like past two years, I was like, yo, I feel like I need more female friends, especially being like the only single one with no kids in the group. <laughs> like I need somebody else whose last lifestyle made is fine. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I, don't, I still don't vibe with chicks like that. And then with dudes, it was hard because the guys on that side were either annoyingly flamboyantly gay i don't have any issue with gay people i really do not but like it was them or it was the ones that pretend they want to be your friend because they really Mm. trying to get something Mm -hmm. and so they go on these sites and they feel Mm -hmm. like oh these girls are desperate for friendship they're probably desperate for male attention whatever what have you but the people that i've met genuinely in my life from 25 and after that i've actually clicked and vibed with have been guys no i mean it's nothing wrong with it um I had two best friends. Uh, I, I talked about my female best friend, um, Michelle. Hey, boo, again. Um, and I had uh, 
a male best friend, I want to say, I still considered him my best friend. Um, up until I want to say year two of my, well, yeah, year two of my marriage. Um, and, and that, that fr losing that friendship hurt. Um, because we have been friends since like freshman year of high school. And when I say friends, I mean like friends, like I could literally tell this man, oh my God, like what was going on with my menstrual cycle? And it was no judgment. It like, I could literally, I could tell him about if I decided I wanted to be a hoe. Like, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was complete and total transparency, but it was no judgment. He was always there, it, you know, and like he, I, I deemed him my son's godfather, him not even knowing I was pregnant. When I found, he found out I had my son, he was like, okay, cool. What's up, God's son? This is without me telling him. So it was like, oh, okay. So when that friendship ended and the way that it did, like you asked my husband, like, I mean, I still might even be a little, uh, this might be a little trigger for me. A little salty. Um, a little salty mm -hmm. a little about salty. it because I was like, I thought we was like better. Right. This, right. You know, to, to end the way that we did. Um, and then again, that could be, again, that's my perception. I don't know where, what his perception is because he's not talking to me. It was like, yeah. ghost. I was like, okay. Um, and you know, we had, we had the whole best friend joke, like, yo, 30, 32, if this ain't it, we just going to say, you know what? This is my best friend. Let's do this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what it was in grant. It was all in funny games. It wasn't serious, but we had that type of relationship. Like we talked to each other. I knew what was going on. Like a whole bunch of stuff. So this was like, what, like, what was up? Um, but I yeah. just want to say to that, you know, I got, I got three best friends. The one you call boo friend and he's the, mm -hmm. he's the latest in the group. He came around in 2014. Um, <laughs> my female best friend, my only female best friend that I, we, the way we met, let me tell you about God. Okay. <laughs> and this is 1000% about my female best friend. We met in 05. I'm dating myself. Y'all, it's fine. It's fine. I'm proud. I'm securing who I am. Okay. I'm good at my age. So we <laughs> met 05 freshman year mm -hmm. and we were at orientation together. It was the end of July. It was like a four day orientation, right? We wound up being roommates. When we first met, it was like, hey, hey, I went and left with this other girl that I had already met like first, like in the hallway or something, signing in or whatever. So I was actually with her and these other girls for maybe like a good half hour to an hour. And the reason that I stopped dealing with them was because we wound up in this other girl's room and they literally, and this boggled my mind, we're talking about my city's more hood than your city. And I was like, my mind said this, we in college, one of the top schools in the nation. And you sitting up here discussing. This is the topic of discussion that we're having. My city's more hood than your city, DC. Not where are you from? Who are you? Not, not nothing, you know. We're talking and, and, DC versus New York versus random places oh in New Jersey versus Philly. And I'm like, who cares? Versus Baltimore, because that was the other one. Who cares? Like, y'all really, y'all really gonna brag on murder stats and drug stats? Are you? Why do of, we know those? Of the cities that you I live in? true Washingtonian. Well, I don't even know that. I don't want to know it. It's depressing. That's depressing. I'm sorry. That's just depressing. But to me, it was like, yo, we in college with this? I'm out. So I left, right? And I went back to my room. Mm -hmm. My best friend, my now best friend was there. Elle was there. And she was like, what's up? I was like, what's up? And it was kind of like, I want to go to, I'm about to go to 7-Eleven. You want to go? Okay. Now here's the thing about both of us. Both of us are the type of quiet people that in like a party room full of a bunch of people, we will sit in the back and watch people. So it's hard for people like us to even come together in general because mm -hmm. we don't talk to anybody. So right. it's like, you want to go to 7-Eleven? Cool. Somehow over the course of three days, <laughs> <laughs> like four days and three nights, 
we just stuck with each other the whole time. I think it was mm-hmm. comfort. Like we talked and I told her like, this is the reason that, cause she was like, oh, I thought you were with the other girl. And I was like, yeah, this is where the topic went. She was like, we in college, my dude, that's what I said. Like, and so yeah. we vibed off that. And then come to find out, you know, she was from Baltimore. I'm from upstate New York. We were chilling. We were talking and just who we are vibe. She, she grew up in the church. I did not. And so we had a conversation about that, but she was level-headed. Me being like, look, that ain't my thing. She didn't judge me for it. Right. Right. She wasn't that super religious person where she got to force this on. It wasn't that, but so she, we were close. Now we exchanged numbers. School didn't start for another three weeks in the course of that three weeks my phone broke and now this was back in the day where you could not recover phone numbers oh lord okay so my phone broke and her phone like fritzed out and she had to get a new one right so we both wound up having to get new phones between orientation and the start of school Mm-hmm. Only thing I knew about her was she was gonna stay in Hard Recall. I was staying in Johnson. They're two twin. They're literally two twin towers shared by a lobby. This is God. This ain't nobody but God. <laughs> my parents dropped me off. We put all my stuff in. I said, "All right, I walked them down to the lobby. All right, bye, bye. See you, see you." They left. I was like, "I'm gonna go upstairs and get my key." I go back upstairs, get my key. My roommate at the time was like, hi. I was like, hi. Like, I, I don't want no, <laughs> no new friends. Like I know no. this girl. I don't <laughs> want to know you. Like it's not personal. And sorry to my roommate. It wasn't personal. It wasn't a race thing. Cause she was white. It wasn't that there was none of that. It was literally because me I don't want you person <laughs> already bonded. And I You're know not wanting. That's what that was. You're not I know what she's about. It wasn't, it was, I know what she's about. I don't like, I'm going to tell you, she didn't want you. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, I didn't say <laughs> So I went, so I grabbed my key, right? Mm -hmm. I'm literally going down to the lobby with it in my head. Like, all right, she lives in Hardwick. I will walk every, cause this is number one, Johnson and Hardwick, when we were there had no AC. So everybody had their door open cause it's hot. Right, no, they put AC in the next year, but our year there was no AC. So everybody's doors were open. So it was a matter of, I'm gonna just walk around. And just see. The 13 floors. Oh Jesus, you was... You was determined. Yes. 12 floors of hardwood because I don't want to meet nobody new yet. Okay. So I'm coming downstairs. I come out of the elevator. I come around the corner to the security desk. You have have abandonment issues. I'm just going to tell you this. I don't. Continue. She comes in. She's coming in the door with her roommate. (laughs) And she was like, Mac, because that's what she calls me. I was like, oh my God. We've been best friends since period that's it okay at that point it should have been like i need your telephone number your email address in case of emergency your mother your mother's number uh <laughs> yeah i need uh, your address because you know we, we wrote letters back then um <laughs> just in case you know i need we need a best friend smoke signal uh <laughs> Get some Sign. carrier pigeons. You know, yeah, all that, all that, all that. <laughs> you know, we need we need sounds. We we need everything. Um, just in case we disconnect. And <laughs> she's been my best friend ever since. Ever since. 16 years, my best friend. Period. That's great. That's great. So with all that being said, what would you what how would you define what would you define as friendship? Like how would you what would you actually define the word friendship? Well, how would you, not what would you, how would you? Sorry about that. I feel like I need a dictionary. Um, uh-uh. Well, cause you know, I like to, when this is true to who I am, when I have to talk to people about words and, and whatever and their meanings, I like to have definitions available. Well, oh no, I'm saying like without Webster, um, I have the actual definition of friendship, but, but this I just want to know what. <laughs> this is the well, pre-test. That's what this is. The pre, the pre-course assessment. That's what this is. Um, the prerequisite. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I just want to just, I, I just, it's a good question to ask because you know different people they they define sure. things differently. So that's what I said. What would you think your uh definition of friendship is? Or you say your definition of friendship is? I think friendship for me is I think it's more about characteristics and traits. Like it's hard for me to just put friendship is oh, I feel like I need more time. Uh um. <laughs> Friendship is the 
It's okay. It's all right. Yeah, it's I got okay. nothing. I'm not even going to pretend. I don't know. Um, What's the definition? I fail. Well, no. Before <laughs> I say the definition, before I knew what the actual, like, literal definition of friendship was, for me, uh, friendship is um, it's just the connection mm-hmm. between two people that grows. Like, that's what I thought friendship was. I, I, what I would say friendship is um I am not good at cultivating friendships I have learned that in my latter years of my life like I'm old old but I'm old enough um but I've learned that and it's something that personally I struggle with at times because sometimes I'd be like I just suck as a friend I'm not a good friend because I am not one of those people who call you all the time Mm. that's that's not me Um, because I don't know I feel like that's intrusive I I don't know why it's just and it's just my mental that's just I'm weird it's okay it's I'm fine with it um but I'm not one of those people that call you I'm one of those people I'll think about you I'll be like you know what God I hope they're okay you know I'll I'll mention you to God and keep going um but if I pick up the phone and go hey I was just thinking about you you know know that it's genuine it was literally oh she thought about me and not that when I don't that oh she don't care you know and I think that's what I get because I get a lot oh so what happens to me my pattern of friendship literally goes a lot of times where I meet new people you know okay great it's a great group of people and then it dwindles down and I might end up with like four or five friends Mm. or you know four or five friends and out of those four or five friends about two of us become really really close and that uh that um friendship lasts for me you know that closeness lasts for like maybe two or three years and then by the end of that third year it's kind of like we like I don't want to say girl part but we're not as I see you all the time da, 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 da. and this has happened to me several times oh so okay that's that's how that's why I say maybe I'm not good at keeping friends close like cultivating those friendships where it's like oh we're close however I will say this if I hit any of them up right now like hey boo, what you doing I was just thinking about you they will hit me back now some will take longer than others but I count those people as people who are just like me they doing stuff and they'll hit me back when they hit me back it's no love lost. I don't feel any type of way about it. And I think that's why I'm, I don't think I'm good at it because, you know, a lot of people get in there for this. Oh, she just stopped talking to me. No, I, I didn't. I promise you, I didn't. I still love you. I, I, I still, you know, you still my boo. You, we still cool. Like, you don't say we can laugh, kick it, joke, everything else. But, you know, it's like life. So, and that's one reason why my best friend I love her to death because no matter what, like when I say no matter what, my best friend and I have gone like maybe a year or two without talking. And then when we finally connect again, it's like no time missed. You know what? And for that, I get that because I have, like I said, I have the boo friend, best friend. Elle is my best friend. And Cody, AKA Kanye, as I call him, is... (laughs) But that's just because he kind of looked like him to me. I ain't got nothing else to do with anything. And I've called him that since like, for like Forever. at least 15 years, right? But so when you were talking about, you know, your male best friend, I get that because that's me and Cody since day one. And we actually dated twice. Mm. Nothing ever happened, but we yeah, did. We, 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 did, we didn't even, I, I didn't look at him that way. I did, we, which was weird because when we said we were going to get married, I was like, well, how are we going to do this? And we're not like, I can't do you like yeah i mean we had the same agreement at 30 but ours had a caveat and that's what killed it because i said if we 30 and either one of us has kids he had my godson in our 20s so that that nicks that (laughs) but i I get it and and i had the same kind of reaction because i was like as cool as you are as close as we are as much as we would not argue fight nothing we would be an old married couple Mm-hmm. at 30 because it would be like I mean we great but we just don't and it would be one of those things where it's like look if you really need to do that I'm not gonna get in your way right like go handle your business go handle your business just don't bring nothing back hello and because I'm and- not doing anything with you I don't really I'm not 
upset about that. Like, you know, you, you, you still need yours. I still need mine. I just don't see you that way. I don't see that's that way. not where we're going to go. And I'm okay with that. Um, we good for the stability. We good for everything else. Just not that. And, 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 that's, and I and think that's it. God was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but I, but I say it because I think, you know, in hearing you talk about, uh, your best friend Michelle and even him and how that ended it made me think so my definition of friendship I guess would be a relationship between two people rooted in honesty loyalty mm. respect and communication mm. that sounds um, like a marriage man <laughs> uh, and I think there isn't really a huge honestly I don't think there's really a huge difference because to no. me if you're not a friend then you're an associate and and I think trust Trust, loyalty, honesty, communication are the bedrocks of anything. And quite frankly, most people will tell you that the best marriages are between friends. See, I don't think that. But I'm not saying that you need to be, you have to be at least, to me, you have to be at least friendly with someone you're in a relationship with. I feel like if you have to be friendly, but I don't believe the best friendships, I mean, the best marriages are friendships. And that's because I'm married. And again, my personal I'm not perception. saying that he has to be your best friend, but y'all have to have some sort of, because friendship. to me, the friendship right. is the basis and everything right. that comes on top of that. For right. the same reason that both of us, while we could have married our best friends, it wouldn't have really been romantic because we don't see them romantically. In that way, right. So mm-hmm. to me, a marriage, a relationship is a friendship with a romantic evolution and component to it. Because right. otherwise, we just friends. Like, that's when you get platonic friends. Or if you're not really romantically interested in that person, that's what it's going to be. That was me and him. And and I think I realized we were not going to work in, like, a marriage or anything. Because, again, we went out once in, in eighth grade. And once again, senior year in high school. And it was, mm-hmm. we had the opportunity to get it in. Like, I went to pick him up to go to the movies. And nobody was in the house but him. He was getting out the shower. I was sitting on his bed. He got out the shower, came out, came into his room in a towel, right? Got dressed. Basically, he had underwear, like boxer briefs under, under the towel. But so he literally changed in front of me. I'm looking at his weights, his room. I'm like, mm, decor. I'm looking at the decor and everything else. And it wasn't until I told my friend Amber at the time, I told her like, hey, yeah, I was over there with him and this, that, and third. She was like, y'all ain't do nothing. I'm like, well, what? what what do you what do you mean like it didn't compute it didn't click mm-hmm. <laughs> at the in the moment it didn't compute and even her saying it I was like do something like why would we do that why would we do that and then again once we after we even broke up in college he went to Virginia Beach brought me some shorts back and we were at his apartment and I was, I was like oh my god drop my pants to try these shorts on which were too big <laughs> to try these shorts on <laughs> but I didn't think anything of it like oh I can't you know, it was like, you going to listen. I don't care. I'm going to see, oh, well. gonna see and, all this today. And he wasn't looking like mm, mm, either. He was kind of like, do they fit you in front of the TV and do they fit? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but to me, I think that's in our friendship. And if I have to go off a definition of friendship, I have to look at the three best friends I have. And even the ones mm-hmm. that aren't the best and say, you know, it's that trust, honesty, loyalty, respect, and communication. Right. It's okay. between people. Okay, so the Googled definition of friendship is friendship is a relationship of mutual affection between people. The issue I have with this is That's the word simple. affection. I thought that was going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it, says, it also says to go on. It is a stronger form of impersonal bond. Excuse me, interpersonal bond. Okay, it is a stronger form of interpersonal bond than an association. Yes, yes. That part I was like, I get. But affection, I mean, I guess I could be affected. Uh, if, you, if you break down the true definition of the word affection. Right, exactly, okay. yes. But when you say affection, you people add think romantic feelings, usually. Right. You yeah, you go the other way with it. So if you're going down to just the basics of the definitions of words, I get it. Um, but yes, that's the definition for anyone who wants to know 
what the definition of a friendship is? I find a little fault. Okay. And the reason I find fault is because you can be affectionate towards somebody and lie to them. Mm-hmm. You can be affectionate towards somebody and cheat on them. You can be affectionate towards somebody and beat them, be disrespectful to them, cuss them out, do all of this. All of the things I would not consider part of a friendship. Affection to me is just the a sentiment of something. You know what? Now I got to look up the definition Ooh. of the word affection. I was about to say, girl, you about to preach. Okay, hold Because that. I Wait. find fault with that real quick ding, 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 ding. insert cheers so affection a tender feeling toward another fondness mm. okay but here's the thing you can be again i say you can have a tender feeling toward somebody be fond of them and cheat on them let's 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 be real a whole lot of marriages fail because of this a whole lot mm. of friendships and other types of relationships fail because of this you can be affectionate towards somebody and still be, like I say, rude, crass, disrespect, all these other things. Now, you know what? Now that you said that, I feel like that's part of my, well, not that I'm a, like abusive or anything like that, like not that. I feel like, well, I have a problem with affection. And look, and it might be part of my, my, my growing up, my life story, like my life story and all of whatever. But the last, I want to say four or five years, let's say this. I show affection in a different way. The way I show affection is not the way most show it. And it gets interpreted wrong. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. You know what? This is interesting. Because going to Webster, because initially I just hit up Google, a feeling of liking and caring for someone or something, tender attachment. But like I say, I think it's got to be deeper than that. I think it has to have trust, communication, loyalty, honesty, all that stuff I said before. Just telling me that you're fond of me or that you have an affection toward me is not going to make me think that we are friends. You or we have a friendship. Like, I think that's I think that's where the ship part of the word comes in. Um, Girl, we girl, we are not about to sit here and have a whole English lesson on the word. I mean, friendship. but you know I would. Okay. You know I would. I know you would. This is right up your alley, and this yes, it is <laughs> words and languages. I'm all here for it. Uh, let's see. Have I made? I've made a few friends in adulthood, but like I said, with my quote unquote cultivating friendship thing, um, we are all very. But then I also feel like life. You know what I'm saying? Like. Where you are when you first meet someone may be one place, but three years later, you may not be able to be around someone as much. Like my first year of marriage, I was around y'all all the all time. All the time. Every so, weekend I was there to plan a wedding. Jesus, yes, so, I saw y'all so much. That was, it was, that when I stopped coming around, your husband was like, well, where I you see at? you. Where you at? Right, look, I'm not part of this marriage. I promise you. I was here for the wedding planner. I was the wedding planner. I'm not part of this. But marriage. outside of that, it was still like, you know, we did so much stuff together. You know, we celebrated everybody's birthday because there was so many of us. Birthdays was all over the place. We did so much. And then like by year four or five, it's like settled in where it's like, you're my friend. I love you. Um, but I got six kids. You got three. You well, you have one. You just started a relationship with someone else who has one. Your job has now moved you over here. You're not up the street anymore. You know this one is gone this way. Um, uh, this one is gone way up that way, and now they're dating someone. And you know, so it's like where you see in the quote the movies where you go, oh, I would have loved. I would have loved to have like a best man type um friendship style where like a big groups and stuff a, where it's like oh these friends were with these friends and they all met became friends became and- friends <laughs> and even their spouses came just joined in like i would love to do that yep that nope that's, that's not really reality nope, that's that's not how that happens i mean i would say like maybe bits and pieces but it's so many layers to that when I mean, you get arguments feelings somebody don't like this person somebody hurt this person now these two not talking so that put a strain over here okay well if i talk to this if i go over here do i it's so much oh now do we not talk to this person because they broke up but that was my friend that became my friend too now that they're broke up 
uh, do I not talk to them anymore? Because I like, is my loyalty now a question? Like all of those things, it's like, uh, okay. But I think that's a thing of evolution in friendship. And that's why I think part of why it's hard to make new friends. I think two things. One, I think you also have friends for situations. Like everybody's got like work friends. But right. if you switch that job, you know, you probably not going to see that person anymore. You may not talk to them anymore. And it goes back to like grade school where it was like, if you were in my class, all your friends were in your class. Right. If they weren't in your class, they may have been in your class third grade. Y'all were close. They weren't in your class fourth grade. Y'all weren't. You saw them again fifth grade. Great. You didn't see them sixth or seventh. Hey, you saw them again in eighth grade. Y'all were friends again because of, of convenience and, and accessibility. But I will say, I agree with you in that. That was one of the things that kind of scared and bothered me after you got married. Mm -hmm. Because <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to say this in the nicest way possible, man, but I'm going to just be me. Um, oh, God. <laughs> because, well, no, no, no. Because at the time that that happened, you know what? There was, it was a huge group at first. Mm -hmm. But you closer with some people than mm -hmm. others especially as time goes on and your relationships and bonds and lifestyles mm -hmm. relate to one more than the other, the other yeah then uh, depending on how that goes how your friendships are and it can be difficult when y'all are in the same inner mm -hmm. circle to go from well you know person one and three were really close but then person four and five were really close but then four became closer with two than she was with five and you never really know how people gonna take that yes Cause I feel like that in itself destroyed our circle and it destroyed our circle in a matter of much. I, I, I think, like you said, it's also a level of maturity. Like you have to reach a level of maturity where you go, hold on. If, if I consider you my friend, my true and honest friend, like we have a friendship, I should be able to come to you and tell you and person two should be able to come to person one uh, or person five and be able to tell them and person five understand that I'm not attacking you. I'm not saying this behind your back. Like, okay, person two could go to person five, person one could go to person four. But when we all get together, the same things are said. They're all said in love, even in anger. It's I love you, but I'm angry right now. Like, I don't, you know, I'm frustrated with you, but that don't change. You know, I care about what happens to you that like, even if I say F you sometimes, it's not F you. I want you out of my life. I wish you were gone. It could be F you about this situation because right. this is really frustrating me and I want better for you or right. I expect more of you right. or this is not what we do. Like it can be that, but you got to reach a certain level of maturity where you're like, I am not going to just take this one little bit of piece of information because it hurts me so bad and run with it to the stars and make it the end all be all and literally forget about the everything and everything else. that has happened prior. Right. Literally everything like times when, you know, you and your spouse might not have, or the boyfriend or whomever might not have been get along and you came and got that person just for you to, just to get them out, you know, or the other person was having a hard day. You know what, before they go crazy, let's have a, a friend day or a friend night. Let's go over, like exactly. those types of things. Don't forget about that stuff when you're in that heated argument and when you're saying, well, I don't care. But this is that, don't forget now, we're grown. Our children have bonds. So it's not just us anymore. But it, even it, if you're not in it, but, but even, even like, if, but even if you don't like for you, you don't, but you know what I'm saying? They still see you, that you auntie Siobhan. They don't care what happens between us. You will always be auntie Siobhan. They don't know anything else. So children or not, it's still like you're here, you're relevant, you're present, you're a piece of this puzzle. So even though we might be going through it, what I need for us to do is to be able to sit down and have a conversation. I still don't wish no illness on you. All your secrets that you told me are still going to be kept. Right. And even if you do have to toss the friendship away, integrity. Keep your integrity. 
keep your character. Your character to me at that point becomes in question because if I say, you know what, I can't be friends with you. What you're doing, I cannot associate with. I love you. I got to go my separate ways. But that does not mean I'm going to go to the next person who may have been a mutual friend of ours and talk about you like a dog. My other, well, my thing was back in the time, it was a matter of I I finally at 21 (laughs) met a group of girls that weren't catty. Right. That actually got along, that actually encouraged themselves. Like all this tribe stuff that everybody talks about and this big buzzwords now. That's what yeah. it was. It wasn't a it wasn't a smoke screen. It wasn't a big billboard. It wasn't, you know, something you put on a t-shirt. That was life. Yep. It was literally like, yo, I don't got it this week. Man, come on, we going to whatever club or we going whatever to dinner. And I got you. Oh, I don't right. have it this time. I got you this time. Don't worry about it. I need somebody right. to watch the kids because I gotta go to the hospital. I got drive you. hours. Drive hours, yo, I got a party coming. Can you come support? Cool, I'm there. And that's friendship. My fear was, and I won't even say, well, I guess it was at the time. It was like, all right, Michelle is married now. And again, the first first year I was in there, okay? <laughs> after, after that, huh, after that, it was like, I'm a back up because like you say, I'm, I'm intruding. Y'all are truly married. The wedding is done. Not there's no need for me to be here, but there's I don't need to, you know, like right, right. I'm gonna be over here and let y'all figure out the y'all. your marriage, mm-hmm. y'all, what y'all got going on. But it was hard because by that point, we talking 15, 16, my lifestyle of the group, my lifestyle more attuned to yours, in that mm-hmm. the stuff I like to do, the things you like to do, mm-hmm. the places you like to go, and and so, but that's friendship. You know what I mean? Like right. you take that moment to go, you got to trust that the friendship is strong enough to withstand. You got to trust that, you know, not the whole cliche. If, it, if it's a butterfly, let it go. If it comes back, all that crap. But to an extent, because it was really like, she got to go have time to be married. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I'm not there for that. And she got to mm-hmm. have time to do double dates and married couple stuff. And God knows I lived this great single life. So I can't, <laughs> I can't bring, and the person I was kind of dealing with, I won't bring him around. We can't, I can't do that. I can't double with her. I have to trust that when she wants to hang out, right? that I will get that call. Or that if I just say, hey, how you doing? You know, like what's going on? How are you? Or it's a party. Birthdays, I was still there. You know, all mm-hmm. of that type of stuff. But it was hard for me because it was like, I finally did find a, a sisterhood. Mm-hmm. And it was like, but I got to step back to let you be great. And that's, mm-hmm. that's with any, any yeah. relationship, you know what yeah. I mean? And that's, mm-hmm. that's tough to do that. Cause you don't know what, you don't know what's on the other side. Right. Right. That, uh, I don't know where this is going to go. Like, how's this going to play out and that type of thing. Also on the other side, you know, okay, now I'm married, you know, the wedding and stuff where all my friends are excited for me. Woo, that's good and gone. Now my friends have to take a back seat. What? Right. (laughs) What, what you mean? You know, so switching that a little bit, but I also believe when you have, when you establish those good foundations, um, like, a couple people, I because first of all, I don't consider everybody my sister. Let's get that straight. Like I'm, I'm gonna say that right now. If I consider you my sister, it's because you have that level of foundation and stability because you've been there. You will always be there. Like you, it, it's that. So for me, when I say my sister, trust and believe it holds weight. Like, oh, these these girls hold weight. Like, you might not never see us together. But if you see us together, one or two things are going on. It's a celebration or somebody about to die. And that's when you see all of us together. And that's where I had to learn to be okay with that. Because for a long time, that bothered me. It bothered me that, like, dang, I don't even get to hang out with this sister like I used to. I probably see her once in a blue moon. Or, oh, our children do something together. That's the only time I see her during that season. But I had to learn, that's okay. Because if you need her, she coming. So 
I had to learn that part of friendship. Um, And and, and to me, at that point, it doesn't become friendship. That becomes sisterhood. And I think that may be my thing. Maybe it's verbiage for me. I do have one friend, my, my oldest friend I've known since I was in second grade, she was in third. And it's my my godson's mother. And we do not talk. We had a we had a moment when I went to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. We ain't been, we haven't been the same since. But she was always the person that I would go two, three years without seeing. And every time I saw her, it was the same person. And for that consistency, I will forever call her friend. Matter of fact, and I agree with you. I think to me, verbiage, I don't consider I have a lot of friends. I don't. Because to me, once you get past a certain level or a certain time, a certain connection, a yeah, certain you affection, family. you family, like from third grade, middle school, even at the latest, she was my cousin. That, but that's, I think that's what it is. When you reach that level. And that's the one thing that I didn't, that I don't like about what our family members used to tell us, uh, everybody outside, you know, ain't your, ain't your friend or, you know, oh, your friends are just, your, they're not family. That's not true. What about people who are adopted? So you telling me that they don't? I have mean, love? foster step all like, of that. All of that. Like, oh, for real. But that's why I say, like that. That's not always true. There's a family you're born into, and in the family, I think in a lot of ways, adopted family is actually stronger because you don't have that requirement, if you will, mm-hmm. to be close with that person. There isn't that expectation, right? You know what I mean? And like. I call, I have, to me, I have two sisters, you and Eureka. And even though me and Eureka, that's, that's a rough patch right now on my, oh, definitely on my side, I would say. I still call her my sister because at the end of the day, if I've, if I've given you that title, I live into it. Period. That's period. Keisha will be my cousin slash baby mama till the end of time. The only reason my best friend has stayed my best friend and not anything above or t- t- entitled to titularly is because of consistency. Hello. <laughs> it's because of, of consistency. But her her mother, I call her mother my aunt. Her mother is my aunt D. Her nana is Nana. I call Nana Nana. Her aunt Shirley is my aunt Shirley. Her cousin mm-hmm. Dana, guess what? That's my cousin Dana. You know, when people ask me how many friends I have, it's a very, very short list. Because to me, if I call you family, I don't count you as friend. You family. Right. Right. So when people ask me how many friends I have, I'm like, three. <laughs> oh, you, I'd be like, I don't have no friends. Like, I got a best friend, but I don't have no friends. Like, and it's funny because my husband is the same way. He's had his same best friends since I don't know how long. Everybody else, all of a sudden, them jokers friends, he'd be like, oh, they associates. I have one friend. I have one friend, three besties. And everybody else in my circle is family at this point. Mm-hmm. That's like, it. And that's it. I think what we've come to the conclusion of in, in this is that friendships in adulthood, if they stood the test of time, are strong. I think most people in their adulthood are on the no new friends because the friends that you have have gone through the trenches and the time with you. They've gone through war with you. They've probably gone through at least five years with you. And, and therapy and everything else they've been your therapist your sister your nurse your your pastor your best friend your mama your mama <laughs> your worst enemy they've been it all after a while i mean i think once you hit this time in adulthood we on to know new friends because the old friends they the old heads for a reason mm-hmm. okay they the ogs for a reason so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they know who you are they know so, who you are so I, the no new friends thing, I get it. I'm, I'm here for it. And I mean, I, I'm okay with having no new friends, uh, but I'm not completely shut off to the point where if someone like comes in and like- Shows themselves to, as worthy. I guess, if for lack of better words, then I stands at some of the test of times. And, you know, um, then absolutely, yes, I, I, would, I wouldn't mind. You know, um, but but yeah, to the definition, I think that's where it comes down to. I won't say affection. I will say connection. Boom. That's the key word. Connection. Boom. Hmm, excuse me. That was good. I hope y'all hear that. That was so long. <laughs>
Yeah, but this wine is good. Um, it's it's it has a sweetness to it, but it's it's kind of subtle. It's like oh, it's sweet, but it's not like oh, Jesus, this is a candy bar. Um, so this wine is is it's really good. Uh, it is it is uh, making me uh, burp a little bit, um, which for me is a great thing because I have very bad acid reflex. Another story for another day. Uh, <laughs> but yes, my rating for this wine. Uh, one to five glasses. What are we giving? One it? to five glasses. Wow. Um, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. okay, three and a half. Three and a half. I'll give it a three and a half. So the Riesling. Let me try to get hold on. <laughs> Got to have it on the palate so it's genuine. Um, it's sweet. I usually like their other Riesling, which is a, more of a semi. It's more of a true middle. Mm-hmm. this is a little notch above more into the sweet it's a heart it's a harvest wine oh okay so it's a little sweeter but i figured since we were talking about friendships you know good ones they they sweet they somewhere in the middle but they, they should in the middle. they should lean a little more on the sweeter side i hope so not not the tart i mean unless that's the <laughs> type of person you are you know right because I mean, uh, yeah so i would say this is a nice good white wine uh i will give this I guess I'll give this three and a half glasses. Okay, yeah, then we're doing good. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, so this concludes another wonderful, 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 fun-filled episode of A Little Something to Wine About with me, Taya Michelle. And Siobhan Camille. And we hope that you take the time to subscribe to the uh, podcast. Um, visit our website, a little something to whine about. We definitely love to hear what you're thinking and what you're drinking. And don't forget to join us next week for um, family. How close is too close? And remember, there's nothing wrong with a little wine. Bye.